Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Mr. Trey Biddy. Yeah, uh, better afternoon for me than people in central Arkansas, mm-hmm. I can say that. Um, yep, that's right. Sorry to hear all – I mean, it's it's always awkward coming on here trying to talk sports after something like that just happens. But uh, my prayers are with everybody there. And luckily my people that I'm close to in Little Rock are, are safe. But um, certainly thinking about those because it doesn't, doesn't look very good down there. And thank you for checking on me as well. I appreciate that. And um, there were uh, damage right next door to me, and uh, it easily could have been us, but uh, we're thankful that it, it didn't happen to us. We're, we hate that it happened to our neighbor next door, but hopefully, again, it's not of a, of a serious nature. Um, no media access today, Trey, as difficult as it is, yes, to switch gears from uh, all the events that have transpired over the last couple of hours through central Arkansas. No media access today, and I thought it was interesting. They are anticipating running 150-plus plays tomorrow in a closed scrimmage. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Wish I could go. Yeah. <laughs> Wish I could go watch that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it'll be live tackle. They'll do 50 plays with the first group versus uh, the second group, or not just that. But they'll start out with the fir- each group is going to get about 50 plays. So the ones, twos, and threes will each get about 50 plays. They'll start out with the ones versus the twos. Obviously, twos versus ones, and then uh, the threes versus threes, and then they'll come back with ones versus ones, twos versus twos, three versus threes. Uh, then they'll get into situational work. Um, Pittman had mentioned, obviously, they're going to work on a lot of uh, third down into fourth down situations, playing third down to set up the going forward on fourth down, which is something that he wants to try to get more confident in. And the only way he knows how to do that is to practice it. That's I mean, you get better at what you practice, and that's uh, something that he's never really done before. But they're gonna gonna put a big emphasis on that. Um, hopefully they won't do it too much, but there are instances where you just you don't have much of an option uh, but to do it, and there are other times where you want to roll the dice and keep people on their toes and go for it when they don't think you would go for it. So uh, that's going to be you know part of the emphasis. Uh, obviously, you work uh, tons of other situations. 150 plays that didn't include you know kicking. They'll they'll do kicking and punting and, and stuff like that. Kicking when they, after they score and stuff. Uh, so it should be a pretty Pretty active, lively scrimmage that uh, no one will be there to see. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get some kind of reports, surely. Yeah, we'll get some reports. They'll, Kyle Parkinson usually will send out some information about, uh, you know, big plays, who stood out, those kind of things. It's going to be very broken and incomplete, though. It's, uh, you know, it's not the same as having, like, a team of media people there to, to track stats and and, and all of that kind of stuff. But um, hopefully we'll find out some some interesting uh, numbers and find out about some of the progress some of the players have have made, and um, that's about all we can hope for. Let's talk with uh, Uncle D. Uncle D, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? 
Uh, yes, sir. First off, I just want to say I hope everyone's okay in Little Rock. Uh, we're uh, thinking about them and praying for them. But, uh, Trey, I may be a little late on the conversation. I don't know. I just wanted to know what have you seen about the running back position. And also, right quick, Rick, do you know who the uh, starting pitcher will be this evening? And I'll hang up and listen. Thank you, guys. Yeah, Hall thank you, Uncle Deep. Hall on the pitch tonight for Arkansas. Left-hander is four and zero. And running back positions in in great shape. Uh, actually, spoke with Rocket Sanders a little bit yesterday uh, after practice, and you know Rocket's up to two hundred and thirty-seven pounds, which is a little bit heavier than he wants to be. Uh, but I mean, he wears five. Cam Ball wears five. There were some people in the video said for a second I mm. thought Rocket was Cam Ball. He's not that big, but uh, he's he's definitely. Um, he's definitely bigger than he was last year. He was about 227 last year, 237 right now. You know, I think 230, 235 is, you know, maybe where he's he's aiming at. I would say probably 230 would be a good weight for him. You don't want to lose any of that speed. You want to still move like a rocket, obviously, live up to the nickname. Hmm. You don't want to be called Rocket and have it be ironic, hmm. you know. <laughs> you, want it, you want it to be fitting as a nickname. So, the uh, trade 230 sounds big. Yeah, I mean, he was 227 last year, though. Okay. So okay. he's he's always carried a good bit, but uh, 237 feels, that seems like a little bit too much to me. I just have memories going back to Cedric Cobbs after mm-hmm. he had that great freshman year and packed on all that weight. And I remember the article, he said he wanted to run a 4-3 and weigh 245, and I was just thinking, what? That doesn't. <laughs> that's not going to happen. And uh, of course, it was it was not the best move for him. There was a period there when Arkansas. I don't know. Um, uh, back when Houston uh, Don Decker was strength coach, they were trying to get the running backs huge for some reason. I remember Darius Howard got really big. Cedric Cobbs got really big. Uh, I don't know why that was, but they stopped doing it. Obviously, eventually, when Darren McFadden came along, they were just like, "Don't mess with him too much." <laughs> you know, just and he stayed pretty much two twelve his whole career at Arkansas. Uh, but yeah, the running back position is obviously in good shape. They got everybody back um, who was uh, notable last year. Um, Rocket Sanders obviously ran for over fourteen hundred yards. Um, Rashad DeBinion's back. AJ Green's back. Both those guys have kind of bounced back and forth with the second group. And hopefully at some point we'll get Dominic Johnson back out there, um, you know, certainly pulling for that guy after two ACLs. Isaiah Augustave is coming in from the freshman class, excuse me, um, and he was a, a four-star recruit. So, you know, when you look at it on paper, running back's pretty, pretty good-looking unit. Now they'll have some new offensive linemen to run around. They'll have some new tricks they've got to learn. You know, we'll see K.J. Jefferson line up under center more. That means that's going to, you know, change some things for the running backs also. Uh, and new offensive linemen in front of them, too, although I think they've recruited really well in the offensive line. I think they'll be okay there. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, when you look at it on paper, like you're breaking down, you know, which group looks the best here or there. I mean, really running back, you look at it, too, you know, on paper, cornerback, I know I'm, I'm going off on something else, but cornerback is, uh, I mean, think about cornerback right now, just on paper. You've got Quincy McAdoo, who is a four-star recruit. Dwight McLaughlin, who was a four-star recruit. Lorando Johnson, who was a four-star recruit. Jalen Braxton, who was a four-star recruit. And coming in is Jaheim Singletary, who was a five-star recruit. The only guy out of the six, if you include Singletary, who've been working at cornerback who are scholarship players, 
um, because you have some others that are listed at cornerback, Jalen Lewis, who's playing nickel, Dallas Young playing nickel, so on and so forth. But at the the six guys who are projected to line up at cornerback, five of them are four-star recruits or better, and the only guy that's not included is Ladarius Bishop, and he was a four-star recruit by one of the uh, of the three major recruiting services at the time, but that wasn't a composite four-star. Uh, so, I mean, on paper, cornerback's looking pretty good too. So, you know, you might say on offense, running back, and on defense, cornerback. Probably on paper, at least, uh, looking the best, although you'd probably say running back's a little bit more proven. This from our Asher Record Service Company live feed and feedback. I, I don't know if this is the case or not, so I'm just going to go ahead and ask it. Carlos says, someone told me that the South Carolina women's basketball team sometimes beats the South Carolina men's basketball no. team. Is that true? That's not. Uh, I don't know any facts on that, but that's not true. Well, we don't even know if they scrimmage each other, so we, we don't know. South Carolina's women's team is the best in the country. We'll check them tonight yeah. when they play Iowa, but still it would be difficult for them to beat a good men's team. If the if the South Carolina women's team beats the men's team, then I'm, I'm quitting. <laughs> I don't feel that confident. Huh. Well, in, a real competitive, in a real competitive game. Uh, that would be unfair to any other women's team, on the other hand, trying to compete against a team that has that kind of capability. You know, it would be very difficult. In fact, we were, we were looking, Trey, uh, or talking a few moments ago with uh, Neil, South Carolina's favored by 12 and a half tonight over. Wow. Uh, I mean, Iowa. I mean, Iowa's really, really good. Basketball is the cream of the crop. Yeah. I mean, it's, they're, they're that good. There's just nobody. But there are upsets all the time. I can remember, uh, was it Mississippi State beat. Uh, UConn, when yep. UConn was, I think UConn earlier in the year had beat them by like 30 or something, yeah, like something right. ridiculous, and they beat them in the championship game. That's correct. No, they beat them in the semifinals. Semifinals, And then, yeah. and then they lost in the championship game, yeah. Yep. I am communicating right now with Bart, Bart Reed, who's scheduled to come in or come on next. He said okay. – I am taking cover. We're in a big tornado warning right now. Wow. Golf ball size hail is oh falling. Gosh. And I'm thinking Bart is near the, um, or in the Sheridan area. So. Yep. Bart's from Sheridan. Uh, he and I grew up together. Hmm. I hate I hail. that, Randy. He's a year younger <laughs> than I am. <laughs> Tornadoes are no good, but hail, I just hate hail. It does way too much damage. If it's yeah. golf ball, that's that's going to destroy oh some cars. Gosh. Yeah. Let's talk with uh, Kevin. Kevin, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, I was wondering where he ranks our running backs in the SEC this year, and uh, how he thinks our new offensive coordinator is going to change things around. Now I am listening. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah. Running back, that would be a tough ranking. I mean. It's hard for me to know exactly right now, you know, without diving into it, what a, an entire room for an opponent looks like. I mean, Quinshawn Judkins at Ole Miss, you know, is probably going to be a preseason first-team pick. Uh, Rocket may be also. Uh, you know, those guys were 1-2 in the in the SEC in rushing. 
Um, as far as an entire room, that might be tough. I mean, I, I would assume Alabama and Georgia are going to have running back rooms that are going to compete with anybody in the country, you know, pretty much every single year. Um, but Arkansas's, I mean, right at, you got a guy like Rocket Sanders who can go for 1,400 yards when he's healthy. I mean, that's that's a pretty solid back. Uh, so they're going to be up there, definitely, no question, in you know the upper quarter probably of the SEC. Um, as far as Danny Ennis's offense, it was something we talked about, you know, a good bit yesterday with Brady Latham and and Rocket. Uh, you know, just about what what is different, and you know, there's terminology and there's, you know, they didn't go into a whole lot of detail on some of the nuances that are a little bit different, but you know, maybe you know, still running, you know, inside zone, but you know, just some nuances that are differences, some, some things that, you know, most of us wouldn't wouldn't even really notice. Uh, Tempo-wise, they're going to go fast. They'll go slow. They'll even huddle sometimes. They'll line, you know, K.J. Jefferson. For the most part, he's going to be in shotgun. But on occasion, he will line up under center. That's something that, I mean, we very rarely saw K.J. Jefferson line up under center, maybe in a, a short yardage situation here and there. Even then, it was very, um, very infrequent. Uh, I think we'll see it, you know, maybe every game this year. I think it's a, that's a possibility. Uh, I don't recall many two tight end sets. Maybe at the goal line they ran some two tight sets. I don't recall them doing that much at all last year. Uh, the first set that I saw them come out in when spring football started uh, was two tight ends, 12 personnel. I also saw them recently uh, running 20 personnel with two running backs and three wide receivers, no tight ends. Um, I've seen them run two running backs in the backfield uh, with a tight end also, you know, 21 personnel. Uh, We didn't see that until the Liberty Bowl last year. Uh, You know, ever under Sam Pittman, I don't remember two running backs until the Liberty Bowl, and they've done that quite a bit also. So, uh, you know, something that Enos is – you know, developed a reputation for is building things around the the players that he has. I think that's one reason you see Arkansas target a lot of different types of quarterbacks, a lot of different styles, some guys that can run, some guys that, you know, are okay at both, and some guys that, you know, maybe just more of a pocket passer because he can cater the offense um, around uh, his personnel. And so that's something I think that we'll, we'll see different. But I think – what most people will notice, maybe, is, you know, the last two offensive coordinators at Arkansas wanted to go fast. Obviously, Browse did it a lot better than Chad Morris did. Uh, but with Enos, they'll want to go fast, but they'll, you know, playing with tempo doesn't just mean you're playing fast. It temp- you can have a slow tempo. Um, but I think that's what you'll see is, is sometimes they, they hurry and sometimes they don't. One of the things that always bugged me a little bit, and it's not just Kendall Browse's offense, it's anybody who runs that you know, up-tempo offense. When you have a big player, you get a first down, you run to the line of scrimmage as fast as you can, you snap the ball and hand it off yeah. to the running back, and everybody knows <laughs> yeah. it's coming, and it gets to mm-hmm. one or two yards, it gets stuffed to the line of scrimmage, and it's like yep. every single time you get a first down, that's the next play that's coming. Yep, you're right. The defense knows it's coming. Everybody in the stands knows it's coming. The yep. trick of it is to line up faster before they can prepare for it, and you mm-hmm. and you run the play. And it never uh, so I hope that that play is going by the wayside with Danny knows. I agree. It never works. Usually loses a yard. Yeah, it yeah. never. I don't. I don't know why it's so popular, but it, it happens every time. Trey, is this the Maryland influence? Is this the Alabama influence? Is this 
a combination of Alabama and Maryland uh, seeing these different things now from Dan Enos? Yeah, I mean, I think you you just you evolve if you're good at your job. Uh, you know, I can think of uh, when Bobby Petrino came to Fayetteville and they ran that play and everybody was like, that's the Cowboy Go-Get-It play. Um, so I went back and looked at the Cowboy Go-Get-It play when he ran it at Arkansas. Completely different formation. Casey Dick was under center. You know, he wasn't in the shotgun. Um, but it was the same, you know, concepts. It was just completely um, structured differently. And with Enos, he's not going to run the same offense that he ran when he was at Arkansas, but he has definitely elements of that, uh, you know, and he's been since Arkansas, he was at Alabama and then Miami and then Cincinnati and then Maryland. So he's been a lot of different places and probably picked up a lot of different things. I mean, the guy's been coaching for 32 years or something. I mean, he's, he's been around the block and uh, was a former quarterback himself at Michigan state. So, uh, you know, he's been able to, uh, to draw a lot from a lot of different people. And, you know, you always keep up with trends and, and your offense just evolves over time. So the offense that people saw when he was here before isn't the same offense that he's going to be running at Arkansas, although that offense, especially the 2015 offense, was pretty darn good. I mean, Brandon Allen still holds the record for passing efficiency. I mean, he had a couple of a six-touchdown game. I know he had a seven-touchdown game. I mean, um, you know, Brandon Allen was was pretty prolific, and and probably one reason that he ended up in the NFL is because of Dan Enos. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, let's see. Butch says real quick, Trey, what's your take on the Hogs this fall? We know it's better overall doesn't mean anything in uh, regards to wins and losses. Arkansas has to be better on third downs, fourth down conversions. I mean, how many times do we see them just get stuffed on third down goal line? You know, those are the those are the things where they have to be better, be better at punting. I mean, so many of these games in the SEC come down to, you know, just a few plays here and there, just a few points. Enjoy your and weekend, Trey. Didn't didn't win a lot of those.